You've tuned into a mega church. We are a people hungry to encounter God through worship and His Word, being witnesses to the world around us. We pray this teaching blesses you and trust God will reveal Himself to you in a new way today. And if you need prayer for healing or breakthrough, or to find out more about Omega, head to our website or Facebook page through the links below. That's awesome. The testimonies are very, very awesome. So we really enjoyed the prayer night. I tell you guys, that is the way we should really be praying. And personally, I am trying, endeavoring to increase my prayer as much as I can. Last night I was trying to pray. It went on until nearly 2 o'clock, 1.30 plus. And then I had to pray for somebody in UK. So it went on until 2.30. And then I hit the bed, but I was not able to sleep because I was awake. <laughs> but what I'm trying to say is, learn to persevere in prayer. That is very, very important. If there's one thing that is going to, somebody said, you will not know what is going to happen tomorrow. But you, you, you want somebody to invite you when you meet your tomorrow, that will be your prayer that will invite you and meet you. Not your parents, not your brothers and sisters. No one is going to wait for you when you arrive at tomorrow to greet you and say, hey, enjoy your day. But your prayer will be waiting for you. You pray today, that prayer will be waiting for you tomorrow. You like that? Say hallelujah. So your prayer is going to wait you for your tomorrow. It's going to wait you for your next week. It's going to wait you for your next month. What is going to happen, you don't know. But you pray today, that prayer will wait for you and invite you and say, come on, I'm going to lead you into your victory. So there's a lot more things you can learn about prayer and the power of prayer. The power of prayer is in the way your heart is touched and changed. That's more important. And after Friday, I'm seeing things in the spirit more clearly. Before it's been a little more vague, but it's more clear now. I thank God. So these things happen when you pray corporately, together. There's an anointing of God, the presence of the Holy Spirit, in a different dimension when everybody gathers in the name of Jesus, in the unity of mind and peace. That is power. And that power, you can recognize it, enjoy it, experience it, only when you come into that group. So... Look forward to next last Friday of October. If anybody has missed out, don't miss next one. Please come. Sleep for an hour in the afternoon or evening, half an hour, so that you won't fall asleep when you are praying. And come and with expectation because God will meet you. The Holy Spirit will meet you. So we continue our study on Second Peter, chapter 2, verses 1 to 3. Now, chapter 2 has a lot of things common in with uh, the book of Jude. Um, when we studied the book of Jude, I had talked about it. And you can look back on our podcast and listen to those messages. Uh, I'm not going to repeat myself. So I always prepare a fresh message. I can easily go back and listen to my message in Jude and repeat it. But I'm not going to do it. So let's look to the Holy Spirit to teach us what he, has, what he wants us to learn. So 2 Peter chapter 2, verses 1 to 3. But they were also false prophets among the people, just as there will be false teachers among you. This is a sign of the end times. 
Everybody say this is a sign of end times. What is a sign? There will be false prophets and false teachers. Now, when you observe the wording there, it says, "As there, but there were also false prophets. There were also false prophets. That is in the past. It's referring to the past. When there were two prophets, there were false prophets as well. So it's not only false prophets. If you have only false prophets, you don't know who is a true prophet. So you, when you have a true prophet, you will also have a false prophet. Just as there will be false teachers among you. This is future. One is looking to the past, false prophets. Other is looking forward to the present and the future. There will be false teachers. I'm surprised why, I mean, uh, he put these two different offices together here. Prophet and teacher. You have false prophets in the past, and even today you have got false prophets in the, in the, in the present and in the future. They will be, because there are many other scriptures that talk about it. I will soon going to share with you the scripture that talk about it. But the point I have, I have here is false prophets and false teachers. Now, false teachers, anybody who teaches wrong things about Jesus, wrong things about Godhead, the Trinity, Father, Son, and the Holy Ghost, wrong things about the inspiration of scriptures, wrong things about uh, uh, their life does not fall in line with their profession. They teach something, but their own life will not align with what they are teaching. They are false teachers. So this is going to be a, a norm. You are going to see many false prophets and many false teachers in the church. When I say use the word church, it's the broadest word, not just Omega. It's the whole world, including every church. You will see false prophets, false teachers in the church. That's the reason why Paul talks about it in 1 Timothy chapter 4, verse 1. Now the Spirit expressly says that in later times, that is in end times, some will depart from the faith by devoting themselves to deceitful spirits and teachings of demons through the insincerity of liars whose consciences are, consciences are seared. Consciences are seared. What is searing? If you have done barbecue, you know it. Okay? You put a piece of meat on the grill and then it, you, you allow it to char. Become like a coal, you know? It just gets literally burnt. But when you open it inside, you've got juicy meat. But when it comes to the human heart, there's nothing juicy inside. It is, becomes a hard heart. Because it is seared, it's burnt, till it becomes hard. And this is the outcome of false teaching. Outcome of false teaching. And teaching lies. Our Jesus warned, Matthew 7, 15, Beware of false prophets who come to you in sheep's clothing, but inwardly are ravenous wolves. Now what is a ravenous wolf? Ravenous wolf is hungry wolf. It wants to tear and eat. They come in sheep's clothing. When you look at them, you want to put your hand and say, oh, it's such a nice sheep, it's so little kid, you know, it's so small, it's so cute and all that. But inside, it's a wolf. Now, that's a very graphic picture Jesus gave. And don't be carried away by people's smooth talk. Sometimes it's good for somebody to be upfront and upright. It may hurt you a little bit, but you can trust them more. But the people with smooth tongue, you cannot trust. Because you don't know when they are going to show their teeth. You don't know when they are going to tear you apart. 
So it is good. But the point is, this is the kind of people Jesus warned about. And I said this is a sign of the end times. Matthew 24, 24. For false messiahs and false prophets will appear and perform great signs and wonders to deceive, if possible, even the elect. God has chosen you, elected you. But these false prophets, false teachers, when they come, they do signs and wonders. Now, should we be worried about false signs, wonders, signs and wonders? When I was a young Christian, that is about 45 years ago, when I was hearing about these kind of words in the Bible, I said if there are, there's a danger of with the prophecy and uh, the signs and wonders, I will stay away from it. I don't want to have anything to do with it. So I have stayed away from it for 35 years. How many years? 35 years. What's the benefit I got? Nothing. So don't throw, you have heard the proverb saying, don't throw the baby with the bathwater. It's very simple. <laughs> so don't be afraid of false teachers, false prophets, false signs and wonders, and shun the true signs and wonders. Don't do that. What is from the Holy Spirit? You must grow in the spirit of discernment. When you grow in the spirit of discernment, you will discern when somebody talks about signs, wonders, and miracles, you will discern whether it is from the Holy Spirit or not. So, don't shy away from it. Don't shun it. And don't embrace without discrimination and discernment everything as from God. That's the way to proceed. Be cautious. Be cautious. And many, many people, they are calling, they are calling them this false messiahs will come. And you search for it on the internet, you will find there's one guy in Africa claims he is a messiah who has already come. Second coming of Jesus, I am the Jesus who has come. He's already claiming, there's one guy. So many will claim. But when Jesus Christ comes, Jesus said, it will be like a lightning from one side to the other side, from east to west. Nobody will miss when there's a lightning in the sky. Same way, when Jesus comes, you won't miss it. He will not appear in corner in corner in uh, Africa and you will not know it. Like I told you, he claims as Messiah, but you never heard about it, isn't it? But when Christ comes, you will hear it. You will know it. So that's the way to test it. And it is going to be, and these people who are bringing the false teaching, they do so from demons. Can you imagine how demons are involved in false teaching? See, look at it. Revelation chapter 16, verse 14. For they are spirits of demons performing signs which go out to the kings of the entire world to gather them together for the war, for the great day of God, the Almighty. Now they are done by the help of the demons. What are the demons doing? Performing signs which go out to the kings of the entire world. When you read the book of Revelation, somewhere it says, he even brings fire from sky, like Elijah did. Like Elijah did. On the Mount of Carmel, he called for fire to come, and fire came and consumed everything. Um, the stones were licked up. They become dusty like ash. The meat and the wood and the water they poured into a trench. Everything was licked up by the fire. Mighty fire came. And then the people of Israel turned their heart from worshipping Baal to worshipping Yahweh. But here, in the, in the book of Revelation, you see that they are going to bring fire from the sky to turn your heart away from God, from Jesus. Not to drive your heart towards Jesus, but away from your, your heart from Jesus. We have given a testing, how to test signs, wonders, and miracles, and prophecies. Deuteronomy 13, verse 1. 
If a prophet or a dreamer of dreams arises among you and gives you a sign or a wonder, and the sign or wonder that he tells you comes to pass, and if he says, let us go after other gods which you have not known, and let us serve them, you shall not listen to the words of the prophet or the dreamer of dreams. That means what? There will be people who will prophesy things. There will be people who will tell you, show you signs. They will come to pass. But the test of knowing whether it is true or not is they will tell you ultimately, let us worship other gods. Then you know they are false. When your heart is drawn towards Jesus by their teaching, that is the right teaching. When your heart is drawn away from Jesus, the teaching is false teaching. Somebody does mighty signs, wonders, and miracles. What is the teaching saying? Is it to encourage you to believe in Jesus? There are many people today who even confess the name of Jesus in their preaching. But the spirit with which they do signs is not from Jesus. So it is a bit complicated, but I'm not trying to terrify you. Be praying. Tell your neighbor, be praying. That is the way you will know what is right and wrong. That's the way, that's the way, only way is to pray and the Holy Spirit will guide you. Holy Spirit will reveal to you. He will confirm things in your spirit. And these people, we have talked about it, uh, the concept called bond servant when we studied uh, First Peter. Uh, even Second Peter, I think. Yeah, Second Peter. Servant of apostle and of Jesus Christ. A servant and an apostle. So the doulos, the word doulos is the bond servant. Bond servant has no rights of his own. But these people who come to do mighty signs, wonders, miracles, and try to deceive people and give you false teaching, their main aim is to turn your heart away. They are not servants of God. They are not bond servants of God. They are servants of their own appetite. They are servants of their own appetite. There were some people, some pastors, I know some bishops, when they come to your house, they expect a full chicken, roast chicken. If you don't give them full roast chicken, they'll say, what is this food you're giving me to eat? You know, they serve their own appetite. This is, I'm talking about in India. I'm not, I'm, in uh, New Zealand, it can be different. <laughs> but the point I'm trying to make is they serve their own appetite. They serve their own appetite. And that's a, that is how you know them. I'll come to it a little later. One more thing I wanted to say, but I'll hold back. <clears throat> Ultimate war. Ultimate war is not nuclear war in this world. It's going to be a religious war. You see things happening in the world. You are thinking every day, any day, any day, Putin can say, push the button and drop a nuclear uh, warhead on Ukraine or on US or some other place who is opposing him. But that is not the thing we need to be worried about. What we should be worried about? Because these people who are teaching with the demon's help or demonic teaching are doing signs and wonders by the help of the Satan's power. They are gathering the heads of the nations and they are going to talk to the heads of the nations. If you win the head of the nation, you are winning the whole country for yourself. So they are going to talk to the heads of the nation, gather them together and bring them to war with the nation of Israel where they are going to confront with Jesus himself. This is the end of the end times. The ultimately, it is going to be a religious one. That means what? Nuclear warheads are there, but it's not going to destroy the world. 
But it is, that final war is going to happen, it's going to be a religious one, where everybody, the Antichrist will come, and Antichrist expects everybody to worship him and obey him. It's a religious one. That's the reason why I say, yesterday when I sat down and was writing the notes, this thought came like a bombshell. But I said, it's nothing new. It is in the word already. It's not my idea. It's in the word already. Ultimate war is not nuclear or of sophisticated weapons, but a religious one. Everyone will be forced to bow to the Antichrist. False prophets and miracle-working spirits will join hands with Antichrist. It will be intensely religious. Paul gives warning of, of all these things in 2 Thessalonians chapter 2, verse 3. Don't let anyone deceive you in any way. For that day will not come until the rebellion occurs and the man of lawlessness is revealed, the man doomed to destruction. Now this is talking about there will be a third temple. Right now there is no temple in, in Jerusalem. But there is going to be a third temple going to be constructed. Everything is ready to be constructed. That's what I hear a lot of times. And suddenly in one day, in two days, there is no temple today. After two days you will see temple there. Because everything is ready. They are going to do it so lightning speed. They are going to do it. And when that happens, when the Antichrist is revealed, that guy will enter the temple and he will call himself God. Because Antichrist is going to exalt himself above everything, anything called God. Even if it is false God, it doesn't matter. He wants to be boss of the false gods. So that's going to happen. And when that, law, that, when that man is revealed, man of lawlessness is revealed, the man doomed to destruction. Then chapter 2 Thessalonians chapter 2 verse 9. The coming of the lawless one is by the activity of Satan with all power and false signs and wonders. He is going to do false signs and wonders. The Antichrist. And with all wicked deception for those who are perishing because they refuse to love the truth and so be saved. So you need to love the truth, then you'll be saved. When you love falsehood, when you love false signs and wonders, you are going to be deceived. That's why I always tell you, do not throw away baby with the bathwater. You don't resist signs and wonders. Don't say, don't believe in it. Believe it. Embrace it. Move in it. Be sincere. Be honest. And you yourself want to move in signs, wonders, and miracles, I encourage you to do it. But with the help of the Holy Spirit. Not with demonic spirits. So now, let's come to the false teachers. What do they do? They bring in destructive heresies. Heresy is a false teaching. Destructive. It will not build you, it will tear you down. Destructive heresy. That is their quality, that is their mark. And what, what else they do? Denying the master who bought them. Who they are denying? Jesus. Jesus himself. They deny Jesus Christ. Who bought them? That means what? It will not be from outside. That man will be from inside. If he is not a believer and then becomes one uh, who will turn around and side with Antichrist, he, he is not bought already. If he is an outsider, you don't call him as the one who is bought with Jesus, blood of Jesus. That means the, the people who are going to support Antichrist will be from within the church. That's the reason why we need to be more alert about false teaching and false apostles. False teaching and false apostles. Now when they say they deny the master, there are two things involved. One, 
they don't understand the seriousness of human problem man's problem if they know the problem of sin how deep it is they will not be siding with that kind of a thing their own problem of sin they are not aware of secondly they do not have an appreciation for the costliness of christ sacrifice how much jesus suffered for them how much what is the price jesus paid for them to be set free to be delivered they don't have appreciation so that's the reason why every time we gather around and come have communion what we are trying to do is we are appreciating the cost of jesus life we are participating in the communion with that appreciation we worship him we love him we thank him for dying for us on the cross and that will keep your faith alive on the right side not on the wrong side so today we are going to have communion after the uh, sermon and uh, i encourage you to partake in it with appreciation of the cost of jesus life for you the blood that he shed there is power in it we will we will look into it shortly very soon now when this false teaching comes it has got a side effect of the false teaching this could infect others when the false teaching is given it infects others sometimes it it is very painful to see somebody walk away from truth sometimes we we put lot of effort to train somebody teach somebody we see them growing in the lord and suddenly they follow some wrong teaching it is heartbreaking for us to see that happen but what happens is when they walk away they are going to influence somebody else again so there is a there is a quality about the false teaching is look at the people even there's latter day saints jehovah witnesses you look at them their passion the way they live their life that passion is challenging but they are wrong completely mistaken so my heart goes out for them so it is the same when you see somebody walk away from truth it is the same thing secondly the second side effect of the false teaching is this discredits christian cause this discredits christian cause it still does we need to live above blame cross is the new exodus let everybody say cross is the new exodus what does it mean cross is the new exodus is god came in a person of moses and rescued israelites from slavery and bondage in egypt to take them to the land of canaan promised land a land of freedom their own land so one bondage is being broken two you enjoy your freedom jesus has come in and died on the cross so that you can be set free from sin the power of sin and the power of satan power of sin and power of satan and not only just being set free you are set free to enjoy the freedom you are walking into the promised land canaan canaan is a promised land for israelites you your canaan is the heavenly jerusalem or heaven itself or the presence of god and god is setting you free to enjoy this freedom so you are walking away from slavery to sin and satan and you are being set free to enjoy communion with father and the son and the holy spirit amazing cross of christ offers liberty from sin but no license to sin or living without restraint i was just thinking about it you know uh yeah with the freedom comes responsibility say to your neighbor with the freedom comes responsibility 
many people want freedom without responsibility as soon as you become 16 years you want to have freedom you walk away from home from parents it's not wrong but the point is you need to realize that you got responsibility responsibility to live right not to do wrong so that is what is very important to inculcate and once you have that you are free indeed when you have responsibility for yourself they are free indeed until then you are not free you may run away from parents from home from society but you are still a slave to sin so that's very very important to understand then verse 2 many will follow their shameful ways and will bring the way of truth into disrepute look at many many tele evangelists and the prosperity preachers are all recanting what they taught i'm just surprised i'm just surprised how they can teach for 30 40 years give 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 and now are saying i'm sorry i told you the wrong thing and one man says destroy my tapes my books everything what i taught you is wrong for all these years and another time he says no one can st- even though he is talking about against tithing and other things he says no one can stop me to believe for 65 million dollars to buy a jet plane you need to be crucified you need to be crucified that desire to say i want 65 million to buy a jet plane is not from god it's very simple for me it is not at all rocket science to know this guy is having a sinful heart why do i need a jet plane for myself and at the cost of everybody saying you have to give me $1000 you have to give me $1000 you you are more rich you have to give $10000 why i want to buy a 65 million dollar jet plane nonsense that is the why the gospel is being ridiculed disrespected it is coming to disrepute why because of these people who give wrong teaching that's the reason why in in here we are committed to teach the word in the right way don't want to go into extremes at the same time responsible understanding of the word and we encourage you to obey the word it's not about um what you understand it's about how much you obey we stress on obeying the revelation whatever you understand do it whatever understanding you have about the bible do it that's more important than just revelation itself you remove these two we we will fall into mistake we need revelation we need obedience you have one or the other other it is not going to work so that's one of the things i see in many of these big t- preachers and teachers and these people are not born servants born servants when he is a born servant if i am a born servant of jesus christ why will i ask for 65 million dollar jet plane i had asked my master what is what do you want what do you want to give me he says i give you only this okay that's all you know bond servants in the old testament had to look to their master even to have a wife the master gives you wife you have a wife the master doesn't give you a wife you have no wife and when the children are born you want to walk away from the master you have to leave the wife and the children why they belong the master gave master will keep 
<laughs> but when he's a bond servant, he says, I love my wife, I love my children, I love my master, I don't want to go. And then he goes and puts his ear on the threshold of the temple and the master pierces the ear with an awl, sharp instrument, and then he becomes a servant forever. I talked about it before also in one of our messages. So these people are not bond servants. That's the reason why you get false prophets, false teachers, because they're not bond servants. They're not sold out to Jesus 100%. One of the things that I would encourage you is be sold out to Jesus 100%. Little things sometimes mark out whether we believe in Jesus or not. You tell lies at a simple, at the drop of a hat, you can tell a lie. I will question you are born again or not. Why do you want to tell lies for everything? Oh, I didn't see you last Sunday in the church. Oh, I had this, this thing. And later on you hear a report from someone else and say, Oh, he actually went fishing. You can say, I did not come because I went fishing. I'll, I'll, I'll be happy to hear the truth. Then you tell me a lie and somebody else tells, No, 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 he went to do something else. You are telling I had my uh, son was not well and you are, somebody else says, No, he went fishing. Two different reports. Speak truth always. Simple things. Simple things. And that will make you, that will make your rank go rise in, in the presence of the eyes of God. God looks at you and says, I love this guy because he tells the truth. I love this son of mine because he tells truth. I love this daughter because she tells truth. And that is very important than impressing me by telling a lie. Who are you telling a lie? It's not to me. You're telling a lie to Jesus. So that is how we have to develop a lifestyle. And then verse 3, it says, In their greed, these teachers will exploit you with stories they have made up. They make up stories to de deceive you. Made up stories. Their condemnation has long been hanging over them, and their destruction has not been sleeping. That means it's going to catch up with them very soon. The destruction is going to catch up with them very soon. So that's the reason why we need to be very, very careful. 1 Corinthians chapter 6, verse 19. Or do you not know that your body is the temple of the Holy Spirit within you, whom you have from God? You are not your own, for you are bought with a price. So glorify God in your body. Glorify God in your body. What you say, what you eat, how you sleep, where you sleep, how you pursue money, how you save money, how you become rich, how you build the house, everything is important to God. Many people want to have separate these two. Sunday, Lord, we worship you, we thank you, you died for us. Monday, do whatever you like. Say whatever you like. Duplicity is not what, God is not looking at these things. He doesn't want these things. Remember, the rich man and the Lazarus. Who went to heaven? Not the rich man. Lazarus. He was a beggar. He had nothing. And this rich man didn't even put anything for him. Even draw. what fell from his table also he didn't care to gather and give him. In fact, the rich man's the dogs came and licked his wounds. The only comfort was the warm saliva of the dog soothing his wounds. The dog did better than the rich man in serving that beggar at that gate. So let us be more honest before God. And that's very, very important. 
1 Corinthians chapter 7 verse 23 says you were bought with a price do not become bond servants of men you must be bond servant of jesus christ i was reading some some scripture where jesus says i have kept them in your name the name you have given me how do you understand that Jesus is telling the father I have kept them in your name this Yahweh is Yahweh a god the father that's a god the father so I have kept them in your name god the father the name that you given me Jesus Christ it is hard for us to understand that because our minds have a limitation that's the reason why he made it more simple when he said to Philip he who has seen me has seen the father that's more simple to understand than this first statement but when you have the name of jesus you have the name of the father when you are protected by the name of jesus you are protected by the name of father when you are washed in the blood of jesus it is the entire godhead suffering it is not just jesus suffered for you it is a holy spirit must have been going through agony when the son of god cried out my god my god why have you forsaken me don't think the god the father was just relaxing and having a good time partying when the son was dying on the cross his heart was crushed on the cross for you it was not just jesus alone it is the heart of god it is the heart of god that went through pain on the cross you are bought with a price and you are to honor that price by living right we cannot go to false teaching we cannot go to false uh, align with false prophets why because you are bought with a price and that price is very high and the people who do, who indulge in false prophecy and false teaching are the people who don't value the blood of jesus they don't value the suffering of jesus they deny their sovereign lord who bought them bringing swift destruction on themselves many will follow their shameful ways and will bring the way of truth into disrepute many will follow their shameful ways in the church not everything is right when i say the word church i can remember it's for the whole world worldwide church in the church not everything is right not everything is right taught right practice right that's the reason why we need to have the sense of discernment the spirit of discernment and that will be the light that will be the candle that will see you through the darkness the discernment spirit of discernment will be with you when you soak yourself with the word of god let the word dominate you tell your neighbor let the word dominate you when you allow the word to dominate you that that word will become a, like a candle in the darkness and it will lead you will be a light shining to your feet and on the path for you light unto your path so we are going to partake in the communion now i uh, request vergas uh, and rao to come forward to help and before that i just want all of us to uh, say certain things because 
there is power in the blood of jesus when you claim the blood of jesus on yourself your future your career your health i tell you dramatic things are going to happen when i say dramatic things you can live without falling sick when you claim the blood of jesus you can get rid of the demon that is harassing you when you claim the blood of jesus when you see your child is sick claim the blood of jesus set the child free from the sickness and i tell you when you are going through financial uh, financial uh, troubles put that blood on your finances and the finances will not die it will be revived why this power is the blood this power is the blood this power is the blood and when you partake in the communion you are partaking in the life of jesus you are not eating a piece of bread and drinking a little bit of grape juice that's not the purpose they are not just emblems if they are emblems if you drink and eat it you have done nothing it doesn't benefit you anything but when you do it with meaningfully it is going to change your life it is going to change your life it is going to put a new new faith in you new power in you and it is going to give you new vigor it is going to make you fresh it is going to heal you it is going to restore you that's the function of partaking in the communion we don't want to make light of it and do it every day but if you want to do it meaningfully do it every day and you will walk in a different dimension why there's power when you partake in the life of jesus let us close our eyes and i give you one minute plead the blood loudly upon your life upon your spirit soul and body upon your children upon your job upon your future upon your career upon your de- destiny say jesus let the blood of jesus speak for me say loudly let the blood of jesus speak for me 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 bring your life under the blood of christ let bring your life under the blood of christ your career your job your health your children your destiny your tomorrow bring it under the blood and a demon will be defeated satan will be defeated nobody can cross the blood line no demon can cross the blood line cover yourself with the blood your spiritual and body your mind your eyes your ears that's the way to hear in the spiritual realm and see in the spiritual realm cover your eyes with the blood of christ cover your ears with the blood of christ you will begin to see in the spiritual realm and hear in the spiritual realm sharara kabara ramana sastikre rabarandra sastare soro kurundra saktare 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 roro boru bahasande samara sakta korbanda sabasta kroni rishanda bahasta koro sabasta kroni the lord says there is power there is power in the blood there is power in the blood there is power in the blood plead it claim it believe it receive it in the name of jesus right now lord i bring your children under the blood of christ spiritual and body i cover them with your blood i cover them with your blood i cover them with mighty precious blood powerful blood and in the name of jesus i put that blood upon them right now and i declare i declare to you demons and satan principalities powers rulers of darkness you cannot touch the children of god because i put them put the blood of fresh upon them rihasandaraste varstokrono rabhana sandaraste shakabarano ruvuri sakta seri karabanda sabrastu ruhonuma sandaraste burono thank you jesus thank you jesus thank you jesus thank you jesus oh visit your children right now as they are crying out and covering themselves with the blood of christ spirit of god look at the blood and let your favor rest upon them let your mercy and grace be attracted to them let your mercy and grace alight upon them now in the mighty name of jesus be blessed receive your visitation 
from the Holy Ghost now. Receive a visitation of the Holy Ghost now. Thank you, Jesus. 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 Paul writes to 1 Corinthians chapter 11 verse 23 onwards for I received from the Lord what I also passed on to you the Lord Jesus on the night he was betrayed took bread and when he had given thanks he broke it and said this is my body which is for you do this in remembrance of, in remembrance of me this is my body for you for you for you take it by faith that body you take it by faith and when you take it by faith life of God will flow into you take it by faith In the same way after supper he took the cup saying this cup is a new covenant in my blood do this whenever you drink it in remembrance of me and that blood has life of Christ in it life of Christ in it and whenever you eat this bread and drink this cup you proclaim the lost death until he comes can i have please thank you jesus sharaka barana sandasta Reharavans, first give me one and thank you, Jesus. I will pray and then you can give. Thank you. Uh, I'll just pray for the Christ's body and the blood and then they'll be brought to you. Hold it in your hand, we'll partake together. Father, we thank you again for your son, Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Thank you for the powerful blessing precious blood that shed upon the cross we thank for the body that's broken for us in that broken body is healing for us in the name of jesus as your children partake in your body i pray that every sickness will go every weakness will go in the name of jesus let the power of god enter them as a partake in your body and we thank you for the blood of christ that is shed to cleanse us from all unrighteousness lord every sense of guilt be removed as they partake in the blood in the name of jesus I pray because you are faithful and just when we confess our sins you forgive us our sins and cleanse us from all unrighteousness in the name of Jesus I pray let let them become pure as a partake in the blood as well make them holy even as you are holy thank you for your son thank you for his broken body and the shed blood in Jesus mighty name amen thanks for joining us at omega if you need prayer for healing or breakthrough Or simply to find out more, please head to our website or Facebook page in the links below.